With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ending there. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers Transfer Special NTK Show, which of course means no transfer knowledge because well, we're not saying we don't know anything, Joe. We're not claiming to be experts, and we're not claiming to be yeah. in the know or anything like that. As you can see, two, two of us tonight don't adjust your screens. It's not Roy said Fred, it's not Phil and Grant Mitchell, and it's not Matt Lucas and uh, Jason Statham. And I can let you decide as ourselves which one is which out of that one. Uh, I'm your host, Keith Plunkett, and I'm delighted again to be joined by Mr. Joe Aim. Joe, how are you? Yeah, good man. Thank you so much for having me on. What an intro that was. <laughs> oh, do you like that? Do you like yeah, that? I, I think did, that any bald people who could come up with it, I lost oh, that. You know what? I, I every time I get tagged in stuff on Twitter saying, Is this you? Whenever it's a bald ginger guy, that's it. There's always a, <laughs> I seen you here, I seen you there. I'm like, Yeah, it's not me. I mean, there was a guy yesterday on one of my streams literally commented, Bald ginger man. And I was like, What you, you subscribe for five minutes to tell me that? I was like, What's the point? But yeah, I'm bald and ginger. Yeah, there's more of a dedication, you know. What can you do? What can you do? Um, yeah, tonight we're just going to talk through everything that's happening around the Premier League and beyond and transfers, aren't big, aren't exciting. Uh, I'm not going to lie, there's not too much going on, but I want to start on the big news that's sort of been breaking um, over the last couple of days, Joe, and that's Cristiano Ronaldo wanting out of Manchester United. First, are you surprised at that? And secondly, where can you see him ending up? I guess when you actually think about Ronaldo as a person and what he 
wants to strive to do in the game and all that sort of stuff. And he's played in 19 consecutive Champions Leagues and therefore, you know, next season, obviously, he holds the record for the most goals. If he's not in the Champions League, there's a chance Messi can catch him. So when you actually think about all that, you understand why he would want to move. Um, I was laughing when I seen it because of, obviously, the return of the King kind of vibe. And then he's like gone... Yeah, I'm not having this. I'm out of here. So I think that's brilliant. Um, it just shows the drop off of Man United, which of course we can rejoice in. Um, yeah, look, he's very all about himself. He, it, it's him. It's the image. It's not about those that are around him. I don't go along with the narrative that people say. I mean, they may end up being better for it, but if you take him out of the side last season. There won't be anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he basically got them through to the knockout stages of the Champions League on his own. I think he's still got like 18 goals. So I think it's it's easy to just say, oh, he made them worse. But like that, I guess him now leaving, because I think he will get his move because it's Ronaldo. They, they ain't got a choice. Man United, he's not sticking around and playing Europa League. Um, it then throws up another issue for Man United because who's who they're going to get to lead the line? Do you know what I mean? Who's going to be their their number one strike? So it means they have to go back into the market for that. Um, not surprised, mate. You know, not surprised really. Um, it's funny though, isn't it? It is funny. Um, where will he end up though? That's the thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, I don't want to speak about because I could go on all night. So then I've got my thoughts on Chelsea as well and what their owners up to, and oh. I, I don't know, but. Do you, do you think he'll stay in England or, or will he go abroad? It's a weird one because um, when we were thinking about Mo Salah leaving Liverpool on this channel, we were talking about possible destinations. I mean, you're, these players at the very top, there's not many places to go. And, you know, I was of the opinion Salah wouldn't have stayed in England, even on a free, even though it got sort of threatened that he would have mm. felt, no, he wouldn't. So you look at the clubs he could have gone to. And Ronaldo, it's... It's even a shorter list, so you can't see him going back to Real Madrid. I know Barcelona are sort of sniffing around. I don't know what their transfer business is going to be, but I'd say we could safely rule that out. PSG yeah. are big hitters. Can you see them looking to to bring in a Ronaldo? I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Him and Messi and, and still Mbappé. Neymar as well. Neymar as well. Uh, you know, so. it's, it's, that's a team. And then Bayern Munich getting mentioned. Again, I think Bayern Munich are very sensibly run. Yeah. Club, yeah. I don't know. Something you touched on there, Joe, was was make not making them worse, and I get that. You know, eighteen goals. I think he got fourteen of them at Old Trafford, and he's just such a big player for them yeah. uh, and a big persona. I just feel that maybe players, and even at Juventus, I felt this was probably the case. Players around them didn't develop like they should have done. Now, whether mm. that's his fault or that's their fault, because you're talking about a player who has an aura and has a, yeah, yeah. a sort of a, um, a, a, a this this sort of um, being around them that he's going to mm. score goals. He's always going to score goals. Yeah, yeah. But what are you going to do? Because I felt the baller maybe at Juventus declined when Ronaldo went in. He's still a good player, but I felt he was on a nice little run and maybe had a dip with Ronaldo. And then at Manchester United, I felt Fernandez wasn't great last year. No, he wasn't, no. And I don't know if that's down to Ronaldo or because he took a lot of penalties still. He took some free kicks. And then maybe Sancho was probably a little bit in awe. So I just felt that maybe, I wouldn't say he stifled them, but it will be interesting to see what he do. But something you touched on as well, Joe, was who did he get to replace him? Because yeah. they're talking about Darwin Nunes was their top target, but they they felt that, you know, they didn't need him and they 
he felt he was too overpriced. Nothing to do with the fact that Liverpool came in and signed him. But who who can he get? You know, the, the players out there, because Ten Hag seems to be taking an approach of players that he seems to have known are coming that played in mm. the Dutch league. So they get Tordell Mal- Malasia over the line. They're set to get Christian Eriksen um, in as well. But even if you look at his Ajax team, Sebastian Haller was the centre forward there. He's gone to Dortmund. Mm. Yeah, you know, I don't know where he goes with this. No. Like, what are you going to do? I don't. I genuinely don't have a clue. Will it be the renaissance of Rashford, of Martial? <laughs> you know, what I mean, these players. Yeah, it's mad. I don't know what will happen. I think someone's mentioned Lewandowski. I think it was Kev. Um, Kev knows ball, but I just can't see. Robert Lewandowski agreeing to go to a Europa League side and exactly. someone else mentioned that. Yeah. he's want, He wants that move to Barca, doesn't he? He wants to continue playing Champions League football. There's no way, although Bayern Munich might be the only club or it might make sense, there's no way Lewandowski agrees to go the other way for me to go to Manchester United. This is the thing. We we have to re-evaluate. And it's hard for us because we're of a certain age, but it's well, it's not hard for us. It's enjoyable. Yeah. But they have to reevaluate what they are what yeah. they are and 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 I seen them like linked to some players and I just I see them linked to say like Delict for example and then you notice that then Chelsea and uh, Real or whoever you know are all interested I'm thinking well you're not even in them you're not swimming in the same waters as them teams anymore yeah. so you need to start looking at the West Ham's the Leicester's and uh, uh, you know I, I it is though I know we it's can true. laugh but it's true bro like they're not swimming in the same circles as as yourselves as City as as you know, as Chelsea's not a chance. You know, you're closer. Okay, maybe I'm being a bit. You're closer to Arsenal and and uh, Spurs, aren't you? Really, for Man United. So I just don't look. I think there's a shortage of top level strikers in the market anyway at the minute. It seems to be. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't care. I don't care what they do. But again, for Cristiano Ronaldo, I think he he will find a club that will give him Champions League football for sure. Um, I'd love it to be in England a little bit, just because, <laughs> just a little bit. Do you know what I mean? There's that little part of me because there was talk of him going to City, weren't they, for a little yeah. bit, and then he came, went to Man United, and they all thought they were going to win the league, and they had yeah. Champions League, Varane, etc. And look how that worked out, mate. So yeah, and because of his love for Manchester United, that he went yeah, to Manchester yeah. United, and how ironic would it be if he pitches up at Chelsea? <laughs> you know, it's 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 a strange one because again, touching back on Salah, when when the rumours came out about Salah going to Man City, I always felt that was a smokescreen because I just felt it wasn't something that he, you know, he had more options. But Roy Ronaldo doesn't really have that many options. And no. when you said it, you know, nineteen seasons in the Champions League, the goal scoring record. Whether fans like to think of it, and this upsets a lot of fans, and it upsets a lot of fans of our sort of age and, and beyond. You know, Ronaldo's a brand. Yeah, He's not yeah. really a footballer, you know, and, and he doesn't think about... Well, he is thinking of the football side of it, but... He's thinking of the brand. He has to be in the Champions League. He thought he could go to Manchester United. They finished second in the league. They brought in, as you say, Varane. They brought in Sancho. They brought in Ronaldo. A lot of hype around them. You know, at the start of the last season, they I think they might have battled Jules early on. It was yeah, the first game, first game of the yeah, season that yeah, they had Jules. Yeah. Fernandez got a 
did I know Pogba got three assists or something ridiculous four. like that? Four, four assists, and and they yeah. were coming out saying, "Oh, Paul Pogba could get thirty assists this season." It lasted about a week. I think he got six, didn't he? And he yeah, seven yeah. as well. Four in day one, you know, yeah. and that's but the, the hype was there, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and that's why yeah. I don't like to let them off the hook too much about yeah. rebuild, rebuild. The hype was there at the start of last yeah. season. They thought Ronaldo and Ronaldo, in fairness, thought he could do it as well, yeah. but I don't think he realised the sort of the power of Liverpool, Man City. And then mm. even the Chelsea's and that, and and yeah. the, he, he's looking at that job there, and it's it's too big a job. There's no guarantee yeah. to get back in next season with the way the no. other teams are spending either, is there? No, not not a chance. Just just to go back a little bit, I remember that that first game when we got spanked five one, and it, it's not even that good of a result when you compare the season we had as well. Obviously, yeah. staying up on the final day, but I was on the Dom Robich show. And the lad that was there, Neeks, um, they've actually rehashed the video, like the clip, because he was asked at the time, oh, they've just signed Varane, Pogba, for assists, And he, he was asked and he said, we've got a better squad than Liverpool. We're on par with Chelsea. We're going to challenge for the league and stuff. Yeah. And just look what happened. Like, it, it's just jogged my memory. But, yeah, I, I don't know where where he'll go, mate. I, it's, it's mad. I... I mean, I heard Napoli was mentioned. I was watching yeah, I something that, earlier, yeah. but does Ronaldo see himself? That's what I'm saying. You, you're so right about it being a brand, right? Because we've seen an influx of like young kids and football lads all started suing and that as soon as he came to England, yeah. it was like just a like a pandemic. Forget COVID-19, yeah. <laughs> everyone was just suing everywhere, weren't they? So true, just... Yeah. It shows just how much of an impact he does, whether you like the guy or whatever. He is a brand, and there are fans out there that aren't football fans. They're Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. fans, and they'll follow him, you know? So it'll be interesting to see where he pitches up. Um, I just don't have a clue. Who's, who can afford to pay him? Like, who can afford to pay him? It's it's a mad one. Yeah. Uh, Laszlo throws in a comment there. Mendes has his work cut out. Todd Bowley might be just a sucker he needs can't see Tuchel being too into it though and I think that's it I think the Chelsea thing we'll, we'll touch on mm. these now because he's the director of football there as well as the owner and <laughs> that that's an alarm bell already there's red flags yeah. all over and there maybe he has good people in around them and you know the the LA Dodgers I don't know if he's involved he's involved with the Lakers as well they could be involved sure. with the Lakers but they throw money at the at the baseball at the Dodgers they absolutely lash the money in and I think I think that's where he ends up. I think he goes to Chelsea because there's nowhere else out there. And I think Bowley, I seen something earlier, he's promising Tuchel six signings. Now they're talking about Ronaldo and Neymar. I don't know about that. You know, financial fair play will be tapping them on the shoulder for that one. But can you see a situation where next season Cristiano Ronaldo's lining up at Chelsea? I think it's the only likely destination in England yeah. for sure. Um, and like you mentioned, Todd Bowley, I see this Chelsea situation, right? I So my my shout is them missing out on top four. I, I, I see this Todd Bowley dude being a bit... Initially, when I heard he like sacked everyone and he was running the gaff, I was like, oh my God, that's going to be a car crash. I spoke about it and I said, football's cyclical. This might be Chelsea's downfall now for a little bit and I'm here for it. And then you see him linked to Rafinha, they put in bids, Sterling, etc. And I'm like, all right, okay, maybe I've gone too soon. But now I see them linked to every big player yeah. everywhere, at every team. And I'm like, wow, this guy's just out there looking for names, uh, marquee names at that. There doesn't seem to be a plan. 
there's a lot of talk of like, oh, Tuchel, he's been given much more power, but I'm not sure that's the case because, like you said, it, I don't think he goes for a Ronaldo. I don't think he goes for a Neymar potentially. to worked with him before, obviously, at PSG. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's the only logical place he will go to Chelsea, but just as Chelsea is a bit of a side piece, I think he's, yeah, I think he's posturing a little bit, Keith. I, I'm not yeah. sure he's maybe genuine like with a lot of it and maybe it's just like look at me I'm talking to all these people and you know I'm getting these players done who've they actually bid for Rafinha at 60 yeah. million pounds there's no one else yet you know there's no 100 million for Delic that Juve want there's no you know X amount for it. so we'll have to wait and see but I, I don't know with Chelsea because they need a whole new back to like three centre backs, you could argue, argue because obviously they lose Rudiger, Christensen, um, one more's gone as well. I think they've only got Thiago Silva, yeah, Aspilicueta, um, yeah. So, like, that's where they need to be concentrated, really. But I don't know, I think he's a bit of a mad case, this top bowlie, yeah, it's crazy. I think Mendes. Will be like a shark here. He'll smell blood in the water, you yeah, know, and he'll yeah. see a soft touching bowly and look to get, um, look to get as much as he can. I've seen Ronaldo said he would take a pay cut as well. He'd fucking have to half a million a week. I, th I think you know teams won't fall for that. Cortes puts a comment in: Tuchel succumb to PSG player power disease. If Ronaldo ends up at Chelsea, Tuchel may not be there very long. And you know it's a good point you touched on it there, uh, Joe, that he he was at PSG with Neymar. I think Neymar is a great player, but he's a lot of baggage with Neymar. Do you know what I mean? There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage there, and you know, could you see Neymar linking up with him there, or do you do you think Tuchel pulls rank and looks for you know Sterling or Rafinha would be more maybe in line with what he wants rather than the Neymar or Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah, no, they they would be the smarter signings, which sounds mad, really, when you're talking of Ronaldo and Neymar. Yeah. But I do I I do agree with you in that they carry a lot of baggage. Um, and sometimes it's not for the benefit of the team, is it? You know, we've seen that um, previously, but I I don't know. Like, I guess it would be good for, I, I don't know, a lot of Chelsea fans would be buzzing, I guess, oh, we're bringing Neymar, we're bringing this, but I don't know. I, I, I don't see that working personally. Um, as for Tuchel, it'll be interesting to see what Chelsea do now. Now that Roman's not around, Will managers be given time or will it be the same process? As soon as they start to lose a few, you're out of the door uh, like Roman was or, or will they put their faith in youth? I've heard Conor Gallagher's going to stick around the place, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, but again, the thing is with Chelsea, they're so used to success over the last decade so that if it isn't going well, will they give the young kids time? You know what I mean? Will the owners give them time? Um, and when you're thinking about the likes of Neymar, Ronaldo, it doesn't sound like they will, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, very interesting, very, you know, to yeah. see what goes on there. But um, we'll work on Chelsea and, and we'll touched on Rafinha there. What's the latest with Rafinha, Joe? Because it seems like he's just wants Barcelona or nothing. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Leeds fans now that think he's going to stay. Um, I, know that, I know we shouldn't read too much into this, but he updated his Instagram back to Leeds United. So he'd taken it away yeah. and now he's put it back on. I don't know why you would take it away and put it back on. I don't know what that's for. Um, bit of kidology for Barca, I don't know. But it does seem like Barcelona is his only destination that he wants. We know with them, I mean, 
I don't know what's going on at Barca. Like they've just signed Kessie and Christensen, managed to get yeah. them done, haven't they? Yeah. Um, they're saying they want to keep De Jong, but he has to take a pay cut. They're still rambling on with Dembele. They want Lewandowski. They want Rafinha. I just don't know where the money's coming from. So I, I, I just, it, honestly, it's mad. And a lot of Leeds fans just want him gone now. I know that sounds disrespectful, but it's like leave so that we can start to improve the squad with the money that we get for you yeah. or or tell us you're going to stay till January. Because the thing is, Keith, I think Leeds United might be better off with him till January because of the World Cup. He, he's He's been starting for Brazil. He's been playing amazing for Brazil. If Brazil go far into the competition, which I think they will, it's putting extra money on his price tag. I genuinely think Rafinha will have an awesome World Cup. Um, so that just puts more money on, on his price tag. That's what Leeds fans wanted in the first place. So if Barcelona are thinking, we'll wait it out, I think they might end up having to pay more. I just don't know what's going on with Barcelona. It's a joke, really, that they're allowed to carry on the way they are, mate. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I've seen something yeah. that they're they're getting a cash injection and their transfer targets, not including Christensen and Kessie and any freebies they can get in. It's Rafinha, Lewandowski, um, Bernardo Silva, and I can't think of who the other one was, but they're apparently they're big on Bernardo Silva. Now, I can't see how they could do all those transfers. Yeah. And the, all the talk is that Deco is pushing for Barcelona. He will... You know, I'm sure he'll he'll push at Chelsea if Barca doesn't happen. But I'm starting yeah. to think as well along them lines that he stays at Leeds because you touched on it there. The World Cup is coming up. It's in November, December. You know what I mean? Like it's if he goes to Barcelona and takes a while to settle in. And look, as Liverpool fans, we've seen Philip Coutinho go there and oh. struggle. You know, and and when you even when you look at Philip Coutinho, if you look back logically, uh, you know, without red tinted glasses, in my case. You know, he played well in games. He was getting decent numbers, but he wasn't worth the price tag. And no matter what he'd done, he was never going to live up to that. And he just crumbled underneath it. Mm. Rafinha goes there. They have a lot of fucking players. Do you know what I mean? They've loads mm. of bodies. And if he doesn't get straight into that team, that could impact his World Cup play. So I think the sensible one now, yeah, maybe it is to stay at Leeds and maybe it's for another season. But as you've touched on there, that's 60 million quid that you guys probably are looking at and saying, well, yeah. we could deal with this. Yeah. Where does that leave Leeds? Yeah, no, nah, you, you're right. I think when you wait up, because we I've spoken about this many times on my channel, like even if he was to leave for a free at the end of his contract, you've paid 17 million for a lad who's kept you in the Premier League and smashed it for four seasons. And, yeah. you know, he's not on big wages either, um, you know, so... It's not that. It's still not that bad of a deal, but of course, Leeds United, much like with Calvin, the banking on this money coming in so that we could, you know, flesh out the squad. We've done a lot of our business already, but you know, a striker that we're after or whatever will be will be with that Rafinha money, money, no doubt. And the frustrating thing is, is that Chelsea have it there. They've made yeah. that bid, you know. So, be interesting. Um, I don't know about the pie because I think it's. I think it'll be. Rafinha and obviously Dembele if he stays from the right Depay didn't Depay get an offer from a team in the lower end of the Premier League I read as well yeah a mystery yeah. team I didn't I think it was Everton do you reckon? I'd say yeah I, I, a big club down the bottom I was I didn't get me Leeds right because and this no. is because you're wrong I think Leeds 
transfer business is a bit more savvy than, than yeah. the Poy. And look, I think the Poy's a decent player, to be honest, but he's just, mm. he's that bit older and I think he's still be looking for big money. I think it has Everton row all over it, do you know what I mean? So it's that that's where I think you'd be looking mm. at there. But on Leeds, right? So you've brought in um Brendan Aronson, Rasmus Christensen, Mark Roja. Mm. That it that's it so far, isn't it? Yeah, we got we got a kid called Darko JB from Manchester City for five million. As oh, part that of part of the Calvin Phillips. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where does he play? What's he? Uh, he's number eight, maybe. He's only yeah. eighteen. He hadn't even made no first team minutes because we wanted that Romeo Lavia and James McAtee, but couldn't get them deals done. So we've got this Darko JB. I don't think we'll see much of him anytime soon. But yeah. you know, um, some guy who coached him. He's gonna say this, but said if you were to make a number eight in a lab, he would be it. So listen. You'll Just going that. off that, yeah, yeah, you'll take that, won't you? You know what I mean? So they picked him up at 14 from Millwall for half a million, so he must be all yeah. right, you know what I mean? Um, but in terms of what's what's up next, um, we've just, I mean, these are done, um, not confirmed yet, but medicals pending. We've just signed Tyler Adams from um, RB Leipzig. Um, Jesse has that, one, is, has that one got over the line? Yeah, so the medicals today, he's flew over today, it's 20 million. Um, it's a good sign, 20 million. Yeah, I think it is as well. A lot of people are frustrated because they wanted uh, more Hamid Kamara from uh, yeah. Salzburg. He was the uh, a lot of people's preferred option, but I think it was a bit too pricey for Leeds. But um, I think Jesse Marsh, he gave Tyler Adams his debut at New York Red Bulls, yeah. took him to Sol, uh, took him to Leipzig, sorry, yeah. and now he's taking him there. So I think him and Rocker as a double pivot will be decent. Um, you know, Matt, Matt Rocker will be tasked with pro- progressing the ball and. Tyler Adams doing the destroying in behind. Um, And then out of the blue yesterday, no more Cody Gakpo. I think that one's too pricey, but we've got uh, Luis Sinistera instead from Feyenoord. So um, that one looks looks a right buy, to be fair. Um, Again, I think that's about 25 million potentially. Um, It'll be a record since 2006 when one certain player went from Feyenoord to Liverpool. Who was it? Final to Liverpool in 2006. Yeah. Um, Jesus, you caught me there. Final to Liverpool. I don't know. I'm having a brain fart here. Um, Dirk. Dirk. Dirk Hill. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, of course, of course. <laughs> there you go. So he was the last... Um, yeah, he was the last uh, time their transfer fee was broken. So it's been quite some time. But... Um, yeah, man, he looks a naughty player. I think there was only Sebastian Hilaire and uh, Dusan Tadic that got more goal involvements than him in the Eredivisie last season. So, um, very good player. The only thing is, is like he's very much a winger and likes to hug the touchline. And Leeds United seem to be going with a more central, you know, based system under Jesse Marsh, or whether or not he'll. Work like Gakpo would have. I'm not too sure, um, but he's an exciting talent, mate. So I'm buzzing. 23, yeah. you know, should be good. brilliant. G10 yeah. says there, Sinisteric looks class, very Mane-ish. You know, you wouldn't say mm. no to that. No. But um, and Kev says he's a seriously quick player. You know, yeah. these are great. But I do think, I do think he's a crying out for a central striker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 yeah. something that when Bamford went down last season, he's missed his goals, and yeah. whether it's Dan James or uh, whoever else is going to play Rodrigo. through. Rodrigo. They're, they're probably not 
the quality that you need. Is there any sort of centre forwards that is have been linked with the Gakpo one? As you say, has gone cold. Um, is there yeah. Any other well, forwards? The, any central strikers? We were after Inketia. He was yeah. the one, and then obviously he signed a new deal at Arsenal, which I'm glad for. Yeah. Um, to be honest, but there's Charles De Ketelaer. Obviously, at Club Bruges, you can play there or play just off Bamford. But the thing is, AC Milan had a bid. Re- he wants to go to Milan. AC Milan had a bid rejected, and I'm just reading at the minute they've gone in with a second bid. So I think he's destined for Milan. I think Ziyech and him will be going there. So it looks like Charles de Ketelaer will go to Milan. So we'll have to look at another option. Who that is, I don't know. We've been linked to or mentioned uh, Hamed Traore at Suzulo, um and also uh, the guy Ad- Ad- Ademu. Is it Ademu at Salzburg or Leipzig? One of them too. But again, they don't fill me with like loads of you know uh, excitement like Charles de Ketelaer does. Like yeah. he's... Baller, he looks quality, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. He he looks next level, but um, yeah, I don't know who it'll be, mate. We do need someone, though. You bang on because my worry is as well. Even with like Tyler Adams and Rocker, like if one of them gets injured, we're then straight yeah. back to Clickham for sure. We're then straight back to Dan James leading the line or whatever, and it's like, ah, uh-huh. um, and we need a left back, bro, because Junior Furpo's gash, but the club have come out and yeah. said we're not getting another left back. They're not doing it. Yeah, so, I've seen a good one about Junior Firpo. A friend of mine said that um, it looks like they signed Senior Firpo. He was that bad. <laughs> so he's, he's yeah, a weak link, you know. But it's one, it was Firpo and James. It was a bit of a mad spending spree that happened there. A lot of money outlaid on them. and Rodrigo as well, man. Rodrigo, Terrible. Yeah. They, they haven't worked out really that yeah. well. But I like the businesses have done this so much. So I think Tyler yeah. Adams, I think great engine and all I think he's a cracking player to get in and the way Marsh is going to want his playing obviously he's buying players that he knows it will be interesting to see you know I think he's do need a, center, a central striker or even one yeah. of these wide players that can go in you know we've yeah. seen Liverpool and Man City not playing with actual number nines up till now mm. so you know that could be the way forward but um, someone that can bang in the goals yeah, um, sure. definitely definitely be one you need uh, looking at other business, Manchester United, we touched on them earlier, but they did get Torrell Malassia over the line and they've been chosen, the chosen ones by Christian Eriksen. <laughs> you know, between them and Brentford, it's, it took a while as well. It took a while for him to decide on that. But um, someone said to me, it's a bit snaky by him ditching Brentford. I don't know. You know, yeah. when Manchester United, we can we can have laughs and we can have digs at them all yeah. we want, but they're a huge club and, and they're playing yeah. European football. Ball and you can see why Ericsson at look, he doesn't know what's got left in his career. He had a great comeback story, but mm-hmm. you know, he mightn't have that long of a career touch what he does. Yeah. But you can understand why he's pl- plucking Manchester United over Brentford, can't you? 100%. Yeah, I, I touched I took a lot of flat because as soon as I seen it confirmed, I put on Twitter Brentford's relegation confirmed. So they all came for me in the comments, obviously. <laughs> it was just tongue in cheek. But yeah, of course, you're going to choose Man United. Or I, I get it. Um, I was listening to something earlier and they made a good point because we are sort of like digging Man United out over it. And someone said, like, and, and put it out there, that if he moved to Spurs under Conte, we'd all probably be saying it's a good signing. Oh, Christian Eriksen, go back to Spurs under Conte. Yeah, it's a good signing. But because it's gone to Man United, we're like, 
Ah, that's a joke of a sign. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think he's good. Like, I think he's still got it. He showed that last season for, for Brentford. Um, but he's not what they need, really, is he? Obviously, he might shoulder some of the burden with um, Bruno Fernandes when he goes off the boil. But they need major, major surgery, I think, to Man United. And if your Martials and your Rashfords and stuff don't turn their form around, they look even worse. Do you know what I mean? I don't... Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. Um, their their whole, yeah, just the whole setup, man. Just what they paid for the likes of Wan Bissaka and stuff and Maguire. It's just, yeah, it's class. <laughs> yeah, the amount of, it is great. Like the amount of money they wasted because you know, look at Luke Shaw for example. I can't yeah. remember thirty odd million. I think they paid for him at the time. Fifty million for Wan Bissaka, um, eighty million for Maguire. You know, the list goes on and on and on mm. and. The players are just getting replaced. Even Te- they brought in Tellez to put pressure on Shaw and that failed yeah. miserably. Now yeah. they brought in this young Dutch kid and he does look very good. And mm. the thing about that, you know, they got him, what did they get him for? About 15 million euros I saw. Because I think Leon had done the business yeah, and got done, the deal yeah. agreed mm. and they just pounced on it. And it's smart, whereas before United would have said to um, Ten Hag, you like this fella there, don't worry, we'll sort this out, 45 million. And gone over <laughs> the so it looks like they're probably trying to, um, you know, do things a little bit different. I yeah. hope it fails miserably personally. Yeah, of course. You know, you know yeah. fair play to them for trying to change her up. But um, look, we'll see what happens. Frankie Dion, can you see him going there? It's mad, isn't it, really? Because, again, it comes back to that Barcelona thing. He clearly doesn't want the move. I'm not having that he wants the move. I see a lot of Man United people say, well, he does want the move. I don't think he really does, does he? Otherwise, he'd already be there. Yeah. Um, and, and Barcelona are saying they want to keep him, but he's got to take a pay cut. I mean, if I'm Frankie de Jong, I'd be like, well, no, I don't have to. You've got me on a contract. I'll see up my contract. Thank yeah. you very much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't make him move, but he doesn't want that move, does he? And I think, again, that... Maybe they're just moving in the wrong circles. I keep saying it. They have to sort of like temper their expectations. Maybe they should be in for like Armando Broder and that on loan from Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> swap, swap deal for Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. I think they're all... Look, they've just got to give Ten Hag time. I think if they give him time, maybe he'll sort it out. But will they be patient enough? I don't know. It's um, Yeah, it's so fun, man. Yeah, but it is, it's expectations are too high. You yeah, know, they, the, the yeah. fans just do want, you know, the top level players and they want yeah. Frankie de Jong. I can't understand what is Frankie de Jong that want to come to Manchester United. Yeah. But we said it as well about other players. They're not in the Champions League. The Champions yeah. League is the, the bread and butter for all these, these lads. You know, yeah. he's gone from Barcelona. You know, people will say, oh, he, he wants to play for Ten Hag. He was at, with Ten Hag at Ajax. Like the, the Barcelona Dutch link is huge and has been mm. since Cruyff went there. You know, it's it's absolutely a destination. All these Dutch lads want to, to make it at, and he's not going to give it up too easy. And you're dead right. He could dig his heels in now. I don't know if that'll work out. Barca seem to be snaky like that. He never seemed to get maybe burnt. But then they still have Braithwaite and all there, don't they? So they, mm. they've signed some absolute shite over the years, haven't they, Barcelona? They yeah. must be the worst run club. Since now, Martin Braithwaite was garbage, man. He was yeah, in, the in the championship with Borough, yeah. man. 
Yeah. What was all that about? The mad thing is, they tried to sign Rodrigo off us last January as well. I wish we'd have sold him. They came in for <laughs> Rodrigo and he was shocking. Yeah. The mad, the mad as a, yeah, mad as a box of frogs, mate. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any blading common nah. sense with them. Um, another club that are doing a lot of flexing, right? And last week we might have talked and it looked like they'd have had five or six through the door was Arsenal. Mm. They've got uh, Gabriel Jesus in the door. They got him over the line. Um, who else have they signed? The the is it oh, Fabio Vieira? Yeah, Fabio Vieira. They got yeah. him. That's it, is it? They they were talking a lot more and Rafinha. They had fucking unveiling yeah. videos done with Rafinha. <laughs> That's absolutely falling on its arse. I don't. As it as it stands now, do you think Gabriel Jesus? And Fabio Vieira, even Gabriel Jesus, who we'd, we'd know more about, thinks a good signing for them. I do think Jesus is a great signing for them, me personally. I think he could have gone to quite a few clubs, to be fair. I think the, the fact that he's got a relationship with Arteta has meant that he's gone there. I think he's a great signing for them. be interesting to see if he, you know, leading the line over 38 games, what kind of numbers he puts up. Mm. I think he is a good striker. Um, and I, I think it's shows that he's sort of bought into the project a little bit because he maybe could have stayed at City, I don't know. Or maybe he definitely could have gone other places other than Arsenal. Yeah. I think he could have gone and played Champions League football. I think Chelsea sniffed around for a little bit, perhaps. But um, I, I think it's a good move. I don't know much about the guy, uh, Fabio. I think they're after uh, Martinez, aren't they? Them and Man yeah. United are, are battling for him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um I've heard Arsenal fans say they need a left back as well because he's never fit, is he? You know what I mean? And and they're looking at that other lad, aren't they? Um, What's his name? The Scottish fella. He plays for Bologna, Aaron Hickey. I think they're looking for him. He's gone to Brentford, hasn't he? Has he gone to Brentford? Yeah, he's gone Ah, to Brentford. Yeah, they were were all championing him. Because I was watching something today, he's right and left footed and can play either right back or left back in this hickey kid. But apparently, um, yeah, Arsenal were interested, but we felt like he wasn't quite ready for a top six side yet. So he's gone to Brentford, maybe they'll revisit that. So it's probably a good signing for Brentford. Um, But yeah, uh, again, they, they still need to do more, don't they? I think Arsenal for sure, in order to try and bridge that gap, because... One club's business, so I have been impressed with is, is Spurs. I think Spurs are going about it the right way, and I think they'll do more as well, you know? Yeah, well, that's it. For very true, very true. A comment here of Chris Brack is in the, in the comments. Um, the ultimate all or nothing club, Arsenal. Fabio Vieira has signed and already has his foot in a protective boot. Not, not a good sign. <laughs> no. Only issue with Jesus is he reportedly said he prefers to be a wide forward than annoying. And um, someone else in here then says, uh, or Alison says, Chris Bracky prefers nine. Also, nothing or nothing. Well, just to back Chris up, what he said last week on the show, Tim Vickery was talking about it and he spoke to Tite, the Brazilian coach, and he came out and said, he asked Gabriel Jesus, where do you prefer? Do you prefer playing down the middle or do you prefer playing wide? Because, you know, Chiche needed to know where am I mm. fit this fella into my team and Jesus said he preferred playing out wide so I think it's a good move I think he's a good player I'd love mm. I'd love to see him going abroad because I do like him I think he's a good player but I'd be interested to see Arsenal are desperate for the centre forward and they've had Aubameyang Lacazette they've been big names but they've been relying on Nketiah and I understand your sort of reluctance to be uh, 
drawn into that and Ketty yeah. because I think he's he's a player that he's he's a third option of anything, you know. He's yeah. not he's not gonna lay the line. But it'll be interesting to see how how Jesus settles in there and, and how mm. they progress. Spores you mentioned. So they've gone quiet at the moment. So they've got done good business. They got in yeah. Perich, they've got in Basuma, they got in mm. Carlison. Spence, have they got Spence in or they, that's still waiting? To be I confirmed? don't think, yeah, I don't think they've got that in yet. I don't think, I can check. But Yeah, and someone said earlier in the chat as well that the Poi looks like he's being strongly linked there. Doesn't really make sense, you know, and they have players mm. like Bergwijn and Lucas Moore. Bergwijn might be going to Ajax, isn't he? I Ajax, think that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Linked there with Ajax. Yeah. I thought so. Oh, oh. oh. watch. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but do you know? Did you see Richarlison just when you were saying about the protective foot? He's banned for the first game of the season, isn't he? <laughs> oh, what the fire with the flare? Yeah, the fire. Only one game though. Bloody yeah, it's a bit. Only. Yeah. Hope someone appeals that and it gets uh, <laughs> gets, gets elongated because yeah. he's a player that. It, it's very easy to dislike him, you know, as a Liverpool fan, mm-hmm. he was playing for Everton and he's one of these, gets melty and all that. And if yeah. he's on your team, you love it, you know what I mean? Everyone loves yeah, a shit house. If it's your yeah. shit house, it's all, all well and good. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to the Everton fans absolutely losing their shit on him this season. <laughs> yeah, when he's when rolling he around <laughs> against them. It'll be hilarious. I've seen one fan on Twitter saying, you know, yeah, you've lost your statue outside Goodison, which shows where Everton are, you know, if they were building statues of <laughs> you know, that's the state of that club. But they yeah. announced um, James Tarkovsky. Yeah. What do you think of that as a sign for Everton? I think it's a decent signing. Someone said that. I think it might have been on this or someone, or it might have been on another show, just said it's it's just a, a Michael Keane-style signing. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if it... But I, I like Tarkovsky. I think he is, he is good. I swear I read that... that Lampard wanted to take him to Chelsea, but they vetoed it. I swear I read that when he was at Chelsea because a lot of them Chelsea signings were his. So he's clearly a fan of Tarkovsky's. He's took him to Everton. I think he improves their back line. Their, their back line isn't great. I do think, um, what's the guy who plays at the back for him? Always shithousing, getting in people's faces. Uh, Everton? Yeah. He's always injured. Colombian. Ah, uh, yeah, he mean it. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, he's always. Yeah, I think he, he, I I rate him, but he's always injured. He, yeah. he, he seems well whenever he comes up against Leeds, he, he he seems great at getting in a striker's head. Does that make yeah. sense in order to take them off the game? He did yeah. that with Bamford a couple of times, and he won that battle for sure. But I think if he can stay fit and and Tarkovsky as a centre back pairing, I think it's pretty decent. But I'm you know I'm not that big on on. Um, on Lampard anyway, it'll be interesting. Oh, you see. don't say. Oh, yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Is Ali going there? Is that a, is he still there? I don't get what that was. I don't know what that deal was because it wasn't yeah. alone, but it was... In, I swear he had to hit a certain amount yeah. of games and if he Before hit a certain amount of games, he was their player or something like that. It was weird. I don't think he hit that. He didn't seem to play that much, no, so I'd be surprised no. if he had any targets. So yeah. I don't know what the story is there. Kev O'Sullivan says, Everton looking for voluntary redundancies within the club. People don't get how fucked they are. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the truth with them. You know, they're having to sell Richarlison. They're bringing in Tarkovsky on a free. I don't think they'll be, you know, Barry Devaney then says, Everton are looking to hijack a meal for Morgan Gibbs. Why? Cracking young player. 
Good young mm. player, yeah, but... Yeah. I don't think he chooses Everton, though. Um, yeah. I think there's some other clubs in for him as well. Leeds looked at him, at, well, said we looked at him in the papers, but yeah, he seems like a decent player. I'm, I'm surprised Wolves don't want to keep him, to be honest. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't, but um, I swear there was someone else linked. I don't see Everton being an attractive prospect right now. Um, but then again, it's the Lampard effect. These young players, it, they might he might get them in, actually. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it does look a club in a bit of turmoil for me. Yeah, uh, on the old school point there, Calvert-Lewin won't get money for them now because no club will be interested in them. Uh, Arsenal were the club that were just look yeah. like they had him roll all over it. Could you see a situation where he goes to Leeds? Who? Calvert-Lewin? Calvert-Lewin. No, would no, you take no, him? no. Um... Would I take him? Yeah, I mean, if he rediscovered that form under Carlo Ancelotti, then yeah, for sure. But he's gone massively off the boil, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, he's gone massively on the boil. I, like you, believed he was going to go to Arsenal. I said that so many times. And I think if he'd not got injured and had a decent season, he probably might have. Um, yeah, I suppose for him, it's a bit of like do or die time, really, isn't it? As well for him, if he wants to get a move away from Everton, he's got to have a good season. So hopefully he stays fit. Um, but no, not not right now. I won't take him. I think he cost a bit of money as well. Yeah, and I, don't I think, think he's he worth it right now. Though, yeah, and I think, yeah. uh, you know, where what are his options? I think, you know, scores yeah. were being mentioned. They're not going to go near him. Arsenal no. aren't going to go near him. He just looks like his... his Maybe Newcastle, and as I said, the likes of Leeds might be a club that are looking for a centre forward. Might, you know, it, it's it's how quickly it can change for these players because he was the you know England centre forward yeah. backup for Harry Kane, and it looked like he had the the world at his feet and um, mm. or at his high heels, and it just changed so quickly. You know, it just changed so quickly and dramatically for him. But um, let's see. <laughs> G10 asks, Keith, ask Joe what he thinks of Meslier, the Leeds goalie. Thank you. What do you think of Meslier, Joe? Really good. I, I really rate him. I know there's some, uh, one specific Liverpool fan who I met on here. His name is Gar. Gar. Garbreen. Yeah, he says he's terrible. Garbreen, that's it. Top guy. Um, no, listen, I'm a big fan of Meslier. Um, Chelsea tried to sign him before we got him from Lorient. Um, yeah. I think PSG have sniffed about him. I know they have done a rumour before everyone starts shouting me down, but yeah. they see him as someone for the future. I think he will move to a big club. You've got to remember that this is a young kid, um, you know, very young for a goalkeeper, being a number one in the Premier League. Last season, he did have shaky points, but he'll he'll grow from them. Um, genuinely, I think he's a top keeper and he will go for quite a bit of money in a couple of seasons, I think, to a top side in Europe, I do think, because goalkeepers are they're quite a commodity, aren't they? So when you got when you get one that, that that's great and great with the feet, you know, they can go for a top whack as you've seen with Allison and stuff. So look, I think he will go to a big club and he'll be their mainstay. I could even see him at a Spurs, for example, well, you know, after Lloris, potentially. Yeah. Owen yeah, says sure. that, you know, and that's oh, probably you when go. you look at it, it's, yeah, you can see that sort of pathway. And, yeah. and he is the French under 21 keeper. Yeah, well, yeah, isn't yeah. He? So I know yeah. um, there is other French keepers out there. Mike Magnana, um, mm. AC Milan is, is good. But, you know, there could be a situation where he is going to be 
a, a top international keeper in a couple of years. Yeah. And something you touched on there, Joe, as as a Leeds fan, because Liverpool for a few years, you know, we're, we're lucky to be at the top table yeah. now and, and at the top of the tree as far as world football goes there's, there's not many teams better than Liverpool and better clubs and better destinations than Liverpool but for a few years especially when we go back to the start of the FSG year at the end of Hicks and Gillette and you're looking at well if you bring a player in like Suarez it's a stepping stone and he goes yeah. on but then Liverpool being Liverpool were a, quite an emotional bunch when it comes to letting them go we don't want to let them go. As a Leeds fan, is that a model that you always look to do as well and say, like, you know, Meslier is there now. Could you see Calvin Phillips goes, moves on to where uh, the champions of, of England, you can't argue with that. It's a good move. No. Do Leeds look at it differently and say, look, we're happy to get the three years, four years out of these lads and let them move on and look them for the next player to come along and, and fill that void. Are you happy with that sort of status? I am, yeah, I am. I'm not sure everyone is, but uh, I am. And I keep, you know, we have to remember where we are now as a football club. We're not the big dogs back in the day, you know, or or at least up there fighting at the top. You know, we've had 16 long years out. Um, we've seen with the recruitment so far, it ain't gone to plan in terms of like, you know, spending big on, on a Rodrigo, for example, on a Dan James. I think we're going about it the right way in terms of, if you look at the profile of our players, Rasmus is 23, Tyler Adams is 23, Brendan Aronson's 21, um, your man uh, Sinistera, I think, is 23 as well, just off the top yeah. of my head, might not be, but they're all young and they've all got big resale value. Uh, I said before as well, like Liverpool might be aware of a Sinistera or a De Ketele or a Gakpo, but I'm willing to take that plunge on them yet because they're not proven, because they don't need to. They can go get a proven player. Luis Diaz, you know, they can go get a Manny or whatever. But I'm I've no problem in us being that guinea pig to say to these young lads, come and test yourself in the Prem. And if you can do it, then then you get that big money move. Because I believe that that's how auto sort of selling leads at the minute. Like, look what we've done for Rafinha. He came from a Champions League club at the time in Wren, came to Leeds. Now he's going to get a big money move to a top top club. And I think that's why we're going after these players because we can show them that pathway. Pascal yeah. Strauch's the same, I think. I know he's not the flavour of the month with Liverpool fans, but it know. was an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's very fair. Around yeah, there. it was. I believe um, it was really a red card. <laughs> let's not no go. Intent. Let's not no go. intent, we'll say that. <laughs> um, but he was a free from Ajax, yeah. for example. You know, he'll go for decent money. I think he's a great left-sided centre-back and he's got the future ahead of him. Uh, Melier paid five million from Lorient. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll get big money for him. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with the model, mate. Not everyone is. Like, these fans uh, calling Calvin a snake and all this. Yeah. Well, I should have stayed at Leeds. I'm like, come on, man. The guy's going to go... He's been offered a six-year contract that's going to be worth about £60 million. Pounds. Yeah. Like, let him go and win a Champions League and a Premier League. It is what it is, man. Good luck to him, I see. I wish him no luck at all. No offence. I hope he wins nothing, but, you know, that's just me being a Liverpool <laughs> fan. But the reality is, now, the reality is, you know, Calvin Phillips has gone to Manchester City. He's going to win titles of some variety, whether it be league, Champions League, domestic cups. You know, he's going yeah. to get a medal haul at the end of his career. Yeah, quite yeah. similar, I suppose, to Jack Grealish. You know, he leaves Aston Villa, he goes to Man City. 
at the end of the day, you retire with league winners' medals and, and other medals, I'm sure, but between now and that you retire. And you can't really blame players for that. But if that's your model and, and that's what you're selling, you have to stick to it, don't you? You can't bring a player in and then keep him. You know, like yeah, Rafinha, yeah, yeah. we're not letting you go. Yeah. We're not letting you go. So then no one else is going to, you're not going to get them in that way. But mm. now it'll be interesting to see now um, how how these players develop and yeah. how they get on at these other clubs. So um, have you any player that you would like to see? Come one, if you want one player to come in, you one position, who do you want? In He's the one for you, is he? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I've just yeah. got my heart set on him now, but. I don't think it's going to happen, mate. AC Milan are going to get him, aren't they? Which is frustrating, but he's listen. very Kevin De Bruyne of that kid, and yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I think that's what I mean. Like he won't be here long, but it'd just yeah. be nice to see him in his uh, in his development. Do you know what I mean? Scoring some bangers at Leeds, I don't know. Um, but we do need a number nine or a, or a striker. Just yeah. if we go with the four triple two or just someone there to share that burden for sure. But we'll have to we'll have to see, mate. Just on Liverpool, are you um? What's going on with Bellingham? Is that going to happen this summer? I don't think it will, but what are your The thoughts? other day, we were all excited. We'd done a show on Sunday and, and I pinned my colours to the mask. So I think it happens this summer. Yeah? Yeah, it's Tuesday now. I've changed my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think it'll happen this summer now. Now, I, I, did, I, I have a sneaky feeling that Liverpool aren't done yet. Um, I think Liverpool aren't the type of club that'll have loads of plates spinning at one time. They seem mm. to focus on, you know, Salah was a big one to get him over the line. Yeah, massive. And I think they've a few more contracts that they want to maybe get tied up. Naby Keita, for example, and you know whether they do want around Roberto Firmino, I doubt it. Um, but they've played, you know, they'll see what what's happening with Keita and Joe Gomez is another that's being touted for a new contract. I wouldn't be surprised. If someone comes in for Alex Oxley Chamberlain, then I wouldn't be surprised to see Liverpool go and go big. Whether they can get Bellingham, I don't see why they can't because I don't see why Dortmund wouldn't sell Haaland and Bellingham in one window. Like, what's they have talent coming out of their ears? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so they're, they're not looking, they don't only have, you know, this and, you know, we. With Sancho and Haaland, you could sort of understand. That's two attackers, maybe it might be different. But a midfielder, I'm sure he could get someone in. But, you know, I, do you I, know, think, they'll do it. I think they'll do something. Do you know, Joe Gomez, how come... I, I thought with his getting Calvin Ramsey that his time at Liverpool might be coming to an end. Like, what? Oh, do you see very, a future for him? Yeah, he's very highly rated. Um I rate him. I just thought Liverpool, maybe they were going to say, yeah, okay, thanks, but no thanks, kind of. Yeah, thing. see, that's the thing with Klopp is, Klopp doesn't doesn't drum them out, you know what I mean? Klopp, he'd be ruthless if he has to be ruthless, but only mm. if, it, if it warrants it. And I think Gomez is one that he, they love. I think they fucking love him. And just mm. the injuries just, you know, absolutely set him back. I think yeah. they'd happily keep him and look then and say, right, Matip, don't know what Matip has left in the tank. If you can keep Gomez, maybe a loan. Some people are telling him for a loan, but you're getting game time and then you're bringing him back. If he can get back to the form he was in, I think he has a huge future at Liverpool. The problem is they brought in uh, Ibrahim Akanate last summer and he does everything that, that Gomez does, but he's bigger. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it can. Gomez's pace, his recovery pace was unbelievable. And that allowed Liverpool to play so high up. Canate's yeah. bleeding rocket as well, you know. So it's mm. 
I think it'll be hard for him maybe to get back in where he gets his fitness back up. Maybe people talk about alone, but I don't know. You know, I don't know. I think it'd be an interesting one to see what happens there. I'd keep him, but if a big money move comes in and he wanted to go, then I think they'd let him move on. Yeah. You know, because um, my brother here says, keep Gomez. It costs a fortune to get a player of that quality. Okay, it would probably cost a fortune, but you'd have to look. Canate costs. Does he not get to a stage, though, as well, where he goes, I need to get more game time here? See, that's what it's come down to. Yeah. Because there is, he's still young, right? There's still yeah. loads of potential. If he's playing centre back week in, week out, is he a shout for England? Potentially. Do you oh. know what I mean? At Liverpool, not going to get that, is he? So. Yeah. See, before his injury, I thought he was England's best centre-back. You know, I thought he was better than Harry Maguire. I thought he was better than John Stones, who was out of form at the time. Mm. I thought he was better than Tyrone Mings. You know, I thought he was the best English centre-back. Gash, isn't he? He's He's absolutely shy. But there's, you know, it it was getting ahead of that. And I think playing regularly was the key. And I think that's it with Mm. Liverpool. If a player wants to leave, Klopp will let them leave. Yeah. You know, if he needs game time, if they don't want to leave, I don't. Klopp isn't the type that will just sell them. Do you know what I mean? Mm, He'd rather yeah, see out their contract. I'd say with the likes of Oxley Chamberlain, and you're talking about ten million. Klopp might look and say, "Well, I'd rather keep his experience and his mm. know-how and his, you know, he knows the system and he knows. I'd rather keep that than bring in a player in a World Cup year that's fucking mm. in the middle of the season. You know, it might not be." ideal but I don't know and they say they're not going to do that in Liverpool and the, the journalists were saying that after Nunes and Ramsey that would be it I think there's changing their tone a bit and they're saying oh well maybe they'll keep annoying if something changes so I think there's a bit of a a bit of a softening coming out so I wouldn't be surprised to see if they don't want but one thing I will say is Fabio Carvalho has come in from Fulham and he mm. looks like he's going to be a good, good player. You know, he's going to be one yeah. that's, I think, will be under the radar at Liverpool. I think he won't, no one will be expecting much from him, but he was in the championship team of the year. He was the young player of the year in the championship. He got goals, he got assists. Yeah. And look, you were in the championship not too long ago. It's a hard league, you know yeah, what I mean? Just... And if an 18, 19-year-old kid is in there tearing it up, he must have a bit about him. So I'm excited mm. to see what he can do, but... Look, we'll just have to wait and see. Do you know what I mean? We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Is any other transfer stuff you want to talk about? Uh, not right now. What about Newcastle? What are you saying about Newcastle? Uh, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. They bought in Sven Botman. We were linked with yeah. him uh, two years ago, 18 months ago. He's a good player. He's a good player. Mm. He's got a big dog. But, you know, that's Nick not Pope as well. It's a good signing because I felt yeah. they needed to upgrade the goalkeeper. The Bravka, I thought, was a weak link there. Mm. They've done well to get him in. And there's talk of them now going to Bayern Leverkusen to get the yeah. Abbey as well yeah, and be, yeah. a record for him. It'll be interesting because they can't go out and just, you know, bring in a Neymar or bring mm. in no. Salah or anything. But if they're smart enough, they'll build up their team that yeah. they can jump up and jump up and skirt their way around FFP, yeah, yeah. then they'll... I already see they're putting sponsorships on that are Saudi-owned yeah, yeah. and their away jerseys, <laughs> the Saudi Arabia jersey. You know, it's, it's, it's mad, it's, isn't it? It is mad, but look, we'll, we'll yeah. wait and see. we watch with interest with them because, like Man City, 
they're going to come up the rails before you know it and mm. they'll be offering mad money and they'll I think all the fucking money in the world to get around the rules and be interesting. Do you know when I think about that first city window though, when they brought in like Adebayo, Bellamy, who else did they get? They got like Rabinio and all yeah. that, didn't they? And I just think Newcastle are going about it a little bit different. I don't know, they seem to be doing it a little bit smarter. Yeah. Um, like bringing in Matt Target, permanent Botman and Nick Pope, and then you've got Dan Byrne and then obviously um, Trippier coming back. I think that's solid now. Yeah. That's solid, isn't it? You know, they're not going for anyone flashy. Well, Botman's a great um, signing, of course. Then, I think, you know, Joel Linton's been great in there, Gimarish. I'm not a fan of it, Alan St. Maximan. I haven't been. Yeah, he's very erratic. <laughs> people say, oh, he's this, he's that, but nah. And, you know, my, my partner's family are Newcastle fans, and I think he frustrates a lot of them. He's a bit, for me, he's just a little bit of a level above Adama Traore. Do you know what I mean? In that sort of vibe, I get hammered for that, but that's just my opinion. But. Yeah, if they get Diaby, he's a serious player. Uh, you know, if Callum Wilson can stay fit as well, because um, he'll get them goals. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. I think they're going about it the right, the right way. My only thing is, and I've said this, as soon as they hit a sticky pat, patch, they'll get rid of anyhow because yeah. they'll want a big-name manager so that they can bring in big-name players. Like, exactly. as soon as he's in a sticky pat, Mourinho, even Pochettino might be available still, so yeah. they might go, right, let's get him in. So, it'd be interesting. We have another question here for you from G10. Keith, he's too young. Remember him playing, but could you ask Joe about John Jones and his standing in Leeds? Irish great. Thanks, lads. I would hope you didn't see John Jones playing, but... No, yeah. I definitely... <laughs> I definitely didn't see him play, mate. No, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. The Norman Hunter years, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but of course, Johnny Giles... Um, Still, I, I think he came out and actually spoke of... Um, does he do, like, a regular Irish slot on an Irish... He he has... It does be on the radio. We used to be, like, on the, the, the football punditry, and for years, him, Liam Brady, yeah. and Eamon Dunphy, and, you know, they yeah. were great. They were brilliant, but uh, he, he um, got run off. He got retired, you know what I mean? Right, he didn't okay. want it. Because they spoke to him after Marsh had come out and said that... Um, Bielsa was overtraining the players and he actually yeah. came out and said, you shouldn't be saying that. I don't know why I did an Irish accent, my bad. But he came out and was pretty staunch and said, listen, Bielsa did everything. So I fell in love with him a little bit more, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. No, of course, all them players from that era, mate, have, have great standing, man. Of course yeah. they do. Yeah, they don't get the respect they deserve, I don't think, because what happened with Dom Revy and Dom Revy, obviously, with the England job. And the yeah, I don't think they get in the, in the English should. game, like, or just yeah, I don't think yeah. they sh I don't think they do. And obviously, we we got we got screwed out of a European Cup, you know, we the Champions League, if you like, European Cup when yeah. we were screwed by Bayern Munich. Um, yeah, and, and that referee got that done. Yeah, the, the referee got done for fixing as well, didn't he? Yeah. So that's a little bit frustrating because I'd have liked to have that, you know, like the Forest have there too and yous have yours to see. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's a – yeah, I just don't think he gets the respect he deserves because he was doing like the dossiers on teams and that way back, man, way back. And Yeah. The Clough crazy. thing just um... – you know, yeah. the the whole thing with him and Clough was just a bit of a circus and, and Clough yeah. was such a such a darling, you know what I mean? That Revy yeah. always came out as the as the bad guy out with that, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean? Even though Clough goes in and absolute shit show at least. But, <laughs> Terrible, wasn't it? You know, but yeah. the, it was a great time in football, you know, you look mm. back at all these and uh, 
it's great to look back at the the history yeah. of clubs. But um, yeah, look, nice way to finish it, you know. Yeah, it's just nostalgia, nostalgia, yeah, Irish <laughs> nostalgia as well. <laughs> so look, we will leave it there, Joe. Thank you very much for coming on. Have you anything else? You want to plug your own channel there before we go? Yeah, um, just your football show. Just uh, heavy Leeds United content at the minute. Obviously, transfer news every bloody day at the minute, but it's all good. It's keeping me busy. Uh, when the season kicks off, it'll just be watch-alongs and uh, previews, reviews and stuff like that. I do like a weekly Premier League review, sure. So, yeah, if you fancy it, come on over. It's decent. I get quite a lot of Liverpool fans from the Trippers, to be fair. So, big shout oh, out. Oh, yeah. No, you do. We get a lot of positivity when you come on. So, it's great to have yeah. you back. You know what I mean? And, and anyone in the chat or anyone that listens afterwards, top stuff on Joe's channel. So, we're over there and watch. You know, it's um, it's always a good good listen or a good watch. So, look, again, Joe, thanks very much for coming thanks, on tonight. Mate. We'll get you on again soon. Um, I was going to make us sing out what Roy said, Fred, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll spare everybody that one. <laughs> Um, I don't know any of theirs, mate. Oh, I do. Trust me. Uh, too sexy <laughs> for me. I do know that one. I do. <laughs> no, we won't. We won't. We won't deal with them. Um, but anyway, sexy it hurts. Go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a model. You know what I mean? Anyway, no transfer knowledge. Not a note in our heads. We'll see us all again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.